Hey, what's going on, John? What's going on, Lorenzo? How you doing, man? Good. Is is the other Jonathan joining us as well? Yes, he is. Just give it a little bit. Of... One second. Yeah, I, I I asked. Is he a Lakers fan too? Yeah. It's good to know. Good to know, because uh, I'm actually trying to inc- increase more people to be a guest on my podcast. So I'm getting I'm getting uh, references from you and Vince. Yeah, man, that's that's that's, that's what part podcast is all about, man. And what's, uh, I'm what's, actually what's going excited. on, jo- what's going on, Jonathan? What's going on? You guys ready? Yeah. Yes. All right. What's good, What's good, Laker Nation? It's your boy, Big Baby Jonathan. This is the Big Baby Jonathan Sports Podcast Show. We've got a, two special guests, Lorenzo. What's going on, Lorenzo? Going on. How are y'all doing? Ready for some? Uh, ready for a good talk today after the Lakers uh, winning against the Sacramento Kings. And and I got Jonathan as well. Go ahead, Jonathan. Hey, how's everyone doing? It's a pleasure to be on Big Baby John and Lorenzo. And all right, let's uh let's dive right into it. Lakers win 111-106. They finally got the W. I liked the game overall because we competed at a high level. Um we were just there defensively and uh make we made free throws tonight, man. And so Jonathan, what are you, what is your thoughts about tonight's game? Well, you know, they're not really playing for anything. So, you know, when you're, when you're out of playoff contention, you know, I always say the important thing to do is to finish strong. And that's what we're seeing right now is a team that is suddenly playing with pride and dignity. This is something they should have done when they were still in the hunt for the playoffs. Uh, a little bit too late. But, hey, again, finish the season strong. They made their free throws tonight. It's, it's a shame they couldn't do that when they needed to. Uh, but I think winning by five uh, says a lot about how talented this team is. You know, and it's just unfortunate that they couldn't do it when they had playoff implications. But, hey, they won the game. Uh, it wasn't pretty. They they had a lot of turnovers in this game, but I think yeah. it balanced itself out with the number of attempts they had at the free throw line. And and uh, speaking of turnovers, Lakers uh, had twenty two turnovers. Sacramento thirty off the turnovers. So yeah, so go ahead, go ahead, uh, Lorenzo. What's your thoughts about tonight's game? I didn't really watch the whole game. I only watched the fourth quarter of it. But from what I saw at the end of this game, the Lakers really. Uh, dug themselves in there they hung they hung tough and they showed that they could really are they're very capable of playing in these type of games and i was saying to myself why did they not play like that in like the beginning of february it's because they like uh, jonathan said they got pride to me they got pride again man for this game because you know there's only nine games left they don't want to go out on a losing record. They just want to get the get the wins that they needed to, and just go on to the and go into the offseason. So, Jonathan, uh, what what are, what is your thoughts about the last ten games of the season, man? As far as them finishing the last ten yeah, games, of the yeah, season? yeah, yeah. How do you think they're How do you think they're going to finish the last ten games of the season? From the look of tonight's game, I think there's a possibility that they finish strong, that they win a handful of these games uh, to end the season. You know, again, they have nothing to lose. Uh, You know, the pressure is off of them. 
and they can just go out there and, and play the game. And I think they will uh, win a number of these games moving forward. Um, again, it's just too bad that it took this long for them to start clicking, you know, and all of a sudden everyone wants to play and, and you know, uh, come out playing aggressively, which is something we should have seen as uh, Lorenzo alluded to in early February, but unfortunately we didn't. But the least they can do, unlike tanking, is go out uh, finishing on top, and that's what they're looking to do, and I, I think they will do that. I'm, I'm confident they can do that. Go ahead, Lorenzo. I am confident they can do that, like what Jonathan was saying here. Um, I think the Lakers – if it's if they're tanking, they're playing for a top five draft pick. But really, I think they're playing for a top twelve pick now. Yeah, I totally agree with you, man. They're gonna be in the lottery once again. And I got a question for you, Jonathan. If the uh, Lakers get the number one pick, do you think the NBA is rigged? If the Lakers get the number one pick, yeah, do you think the NBA is rigged? Uh you know, you put me on the spot here. That's a tough, tough question. Uh, you know, a lot of people say that the fix is in on the NBA. Uh, you know, it's really hard to pinpoint that. And, you know, the Lakers are a story franchise. And, you know, the, the ball could just be following, uh, falling in their direction simply because, you know, uh, you know, the NBA needs the Lakers because they're the most valuable team. One of the most valuable teams in the NBA. So is it rigged? Hmm, that's a question that uh, we will continue to ask ourselves, you know. But uh, I think if it was rigged, if the NBA, if if the Lakers did get the number one pick and if it was rigged, uh, how is it so when they vetoed the Chris Paul trade years ago? How is that so when they, you know, uh, blocked that, that trade that could have landed Chris Paul and could have led to multiple championships. I'm not too sure uh, if it's rigged or not, but that's something that I, I guess we will uh, constantly question. Go ahead, Lorenzo, dive in. What you think? Do you think the NBA is rigged? For no, the, Lakers? the NBA is not rigged. I think they have a very good system when it comes to the draft lottery. I don't know. I don't know, though, I, uh, to have a draft lottery. No other uh, major sport has a lottery. It, it goes based on the team that finished with the worst record in the league. I think that's how the NBA should should go about it. I think they should look into that, move forward, and implement a new system uh, so it can give each team uh, a fair advantage so these lowly teams can have a chance to build their team and I think this would also help with competitive balance in the NBA as well. Yeah, I agree with you. I, I totally agree with you, man. If let's say the Phoenix Suns have the worst record, they get the number one pick. Like you know, NFL, if you have the worst record, you get the number one pick. I think they should do that instead of these draft lotteries because people always complain. You know what I mean? Right. And uh, let me see here. Oh, the Duke game. Um, Jonathan, what did you think of that Duke game? And do you think Duke will be challenged in these tournament? 
instant classic. That was one of the best March Madness games that I've seen in quite some time. It was a nail biter. Uh, you know, UCF gave it a fight. They didn't let up. Uh, they were not intimidated by Duke's freshman-led uh, star-studded roster. They played their tails off, and, you know, they gave it a run. They gave Duke a run, and Duke is very lucky that they survived that game. They barely, barely escaped today uh, with a victory. You know, it could have went either way. UCF could have put them away. They had them where they wanted. They couldn't capitalize on a few uh, mistakes made by Duke. Uh, they uh, didn't box out with, what, it was how many seconds were left at the, t- at, at the time in the game uh, when R.J. Barrett rebounded. Oh, okay. gonna put it back. I yeah. think four point. I think four point three. Yeah, and he got the put back. There's no way UCF should have came down with that rebound. They they failed to box out. You know, uh, I think UCF uh, outplayed Duke. Yeah, yeah, For they the did. The entire man. game, they outplayed Duke, and uh, and in the final in the final two minutes, they just came unraveled. You know, they uh they fell apart and once Taco Fall uh fouled out, that was it. That just opened up the lanes for for Duke. That made it easier for uh Zion Williams and RJ Barrett to uh take take advantage of the open lanes and, and make shots in underneath the basket. You know, but uh I thought overall it was a great game, but Duke is going to have to play a lot better than this. They're going to have to really step it up a notch against a tough Virginia Tech team that's already beat them once this season. If you if you go back to February, they shocked Duke. They beat them in an upset. And yeah, they did. If Duke does not play better than than today then they're not going to survive against uh, Virginia Tech. Virginia Tech will beat them. What's your thoughts, Lorenzo, about today's game, the Duke game? The Duke game was so good. It was a thrilling finish, but Duke just – Duke got away with this win. I just thought that UCF played played a good – played very well. But at the same time, I think I think uh, Duke – I think – but I think Duke will end up winning the national championship regardless of this. Do you think they'll have a challenge getting to the uh, national championship, or do you think they're just gonna bully their way to it? They're gonna they're gonna cruise their way through it, man. I think Duke is just too good, you know. What about you, Jonathan? Do you think they're gonna have a tough time getting to the national championship? I think they're gonna have a tough time getting to the national championship, but I went, I'm with Lorenzo here. They have uh, two national player of the year. Uh, they have the most talent. In the country, they have the best player, arguably in the nation, in Zion Williams Williamson, and they are well coached by Coach K, who you know just builds this team's confidence. Uh, I don't see 
are anybody beating Duke, but they will have it tough against Michigan State and possibly Gonzaga. But I got Texas Tech beating Gonzaga because I like Texas Tech's stingy defense. And I Mm -hmm. think if Duke meets Texas Tech, which is possible in the Final Four, I think it will come down to the wire, and it may come down to whichever team has the ball last. Yeah, man, it's gonna be a crazy, uh, crazy national championship, man. But uh, yeah, we gotta uh, go back to the Laker uh, news that's spreading around. Um, Jason Kidd might replace Luke Walton. So, Jonathan, I seen your tweet about that. I'm not tweet your Facebook post. Uh, what is your thoughts about Jason Kidd replacing Luke Walton? Jason Kidd is an unproven coach. If you if you hire Jason Kidd to be the head coach. Uh, of the Los Angeles Lakers in the future, it won't change the culture that much. You're you might as well just keep Luke Walton if you're gonna make that type of hire. Why not go with a guy like Mark Jackson, who has proven himself when he was the Warriors coach? Look, the only reason Mark Jackson was dismissed and you know uh, fired by the Golden State Warriors is because. He didn't get along with the people in the front office. If it wasn't for that, he would still be there. Steve Kerr walked into a situation where that team was already built, uh, you know, to win a championship with the exception of a few pieces that came later, like Kevin Durant and DeMarcus Cousins. But I just don't think Jason Kidd is the right fit for the Los Angeles Lakers. He didn't do a very good job in Milwaukee. Milwaukee, when he coached there, they were a train wreck. Look at them now. They're the best team in the Eastern Conference. You got to be kidding me. You, you got to be kidding me. You could go with Mark Jackson, and, and, and everyone will be happy. What is your thoughts, Lorenzo, about Jason Kidd replacing the I got to go with what Jonathan said. Um, I don't want to predict head coaching hires or head coaching firings by Luke Walton until I see it. And then I'll make a list on who I want as the Lakers head coach. But I'm going to cross off Jason Kidd and Mark Jackson off my list as, as potential for placements for Luke Walton as the head coach of the Lakers because I feel like that Magic should hire somebody that's familiar with the organization. I think Brian Shaw should be the next head coach of the Lakers. Jason Kidd isn't the right fit, like you, like you said, Jonathan. Because, first of all, he doesn't know how to relate to players. And I don't think he's going to relate to, like, LeBron or or anything like that because Jason Kidd didn't do a good job in Brooklyn. He didn't do a good job with Milwaukee. Mark Jackson, he could be a candidate as well because, you know, he he's a proven head coach that can lead, lead, uh, lead teams to championships, but he just didn't get along with the Warriors' front office. So that's why I'm thinking – that the uh, Lakers, if they fire Luke Walton, they should just give it to Brian Shaw. Yeah, man. I w- like I'm gonna dive into that Luke Walton, uh, Jason Kidd, Luke Walton thing right now because I would not hire Jason Kidd because he, in New Jersey he did terrible in New Jersey, and he went to Milwaukee did terrible. So I agree with Jonathan and Lorenzo on this one. Watch out for this name, y'all gonna think I'm crazy. Watch out for Derek Fisher to be the Lakers' next head coach. What do you guys think? Uh, I don't think that's gonna happen because uh, I think. Uh, I think I think the I think Magic Johnson is gonna is gonna be very thorough with his search, and I think that the Lakers 
the Lakers will have to, uh, what you call this, have to do their their due diligence if they're gonna fire Luke Walton or not. Right now, my my answer: if the Lakers are gonna fire Luke Walton, I'm gonna lean it to no because I feel like I I would like to give him one more chance at this. What about you, Jonathan? What what you think? Would you take yeah, Derek Fisher? I I agree with Lorenzo here. I, I think this is gonna be a a thorough coaching search. I think Magic wants to get this right. They failed uh, hiring coaches in the past, and you know it's time now to f- find a perfect fit for the Lakers. And I don't think Derek Fisher can relate to the players. Uh, like Mark Jackson would be able to, or Brian Shaw would be able to. Uh, but I do like Derek Fisher's perspective on the game of basketball. I think he's good in that area. I think that uh, he does communicate well with the players. I just don't think he'll be able to relate with a guy like LeBron. It takes a certain coach to be able to coexist with a guy like LeBron James. I I, I don't think uh, Derek Fisher is that guy who could, you know, uh, be able to work with LeBron James. That's just, that's just what I see. Yeah, I see that too, man. But the, you, uh, the only coach I can see getting along with LeBron, but this is not going to happen. This is never going to – he's never going to be a coach. Greg Popovich would would straighten up LeBron easy. He would be – Greg Popovich would be a great coach for LeBron James. Right. He'd be, he would. He would be a good coach for the Lakers, but it ain't going to happen. People, yeah, people, people were saying Phil Jackson too, but it, it won't work because – No, it won't. The comments he's made about Phil Jackson, uh, that would just cause the two to bump heads, you know. So, you know, that wouldn't happen. And, and people need to get over it. Get over that. Uh, Phil yep. Jackson is never coming back to coach. He's done. You know, he, he's finished. He's not coming back to coach a basketball team. Uh, but another name that I would throw out there is Stan Van Gundy. I like Stan Van Gundy. I, I like his philosophy and his philosophies. And I like his ability to coach a team. I think he's a guy that you got to, you know, put on your list. And I think he's definitely uh, a, a candidate for the Los Angeles Lakers coaching job. I got to disagree with that because Stan Van Gundy's a good coach, but he's kind of too yelly and all that. I don't think he'll relate to the young players because Stan Van Gundy's an old school type of coach. I'm looking for somebody that could relate to our young players. And that's why a young mind could be the, the route I think the Lakers are going. But at the same time, mm-hmm. I wouldn't mind going in the veteran route as well. Yeah. Yeah. That, that makes a lot of sense. I wouldn't mind going the veteran route as well. Yeah, me too, man. But, uh, w- one more topic real quick. Uh, give me your top five teams in the Eastern conference. And then your top five in the West. I'm going to start with Lorenzo. Go ahead, Lorenzo. My top five in the West is uh, Golden State, uh, Denver, uh, Houston. And then, uh, no, I'm going to flip-flop Houston and Denver. I think it's going to be Golden State, Houston, Denver, 
OKC, Portland and OKC, OKC and Portland. And then for the East, Milwaukee, Toronto, Milwaukee, Toronto, Philly, Boston, and the Pacers. Hmm. I got the same picks too. Damn, <laughs> so so do I. <laughs> yeah, but uh, I'm gonna end this Big Baby Jonathan Sports Talk Show. Thank you, Jonathan. Thank you, Lorenzo. Ed, you guys want to go ahead and give your Instagrams a shout out? Go ahead. I'm gonna start with Jonathan. Go ahead, Jonathan. Yes, uh, you can find me on Twitter. Uh, Sports Judge 85. You can also find me on Instagram. It's the same thing, Sports Judge 85. You can hit me up on Facebook. I got my own fan page, uh, Jonathan Sports Judge Mastis. You can find me there. Uh, and you can also find me on my personal Facebook page where I post all my sports videos, my live videos, and everything. Uh, be sure to check me out. Uh, send me a friend request and we can be buddies. All right. So, uh, you could follow me on Twitter at Loro the Homie. Follow me on Instagram at Loro Nation. You can friend me on Facebook. Like my Facebook page, the Loro Antonio Sports Talk Podcast. Please send me a text. Please send me an email. And I'd like to get started with you and be a, and for you guys to be a weekly guest on my show. And I really, uh, I would really appreciate that. And uh, Jonathan, uh, please text me because I would like to start coordinating with you about when we can start being a guest on my, you being a guest on my show because I know you follow the Dodgers and some Rams so we could also talk about that as well. Oh yeah, definitely, my friend. I, I'm in. Count me in. So I been I message you, but can you please uh, message me uh, your email address? Sure. Uh, all right, guys. You guys have a great night. Take care. You too, big baby. Take care, man. All right.